Blog Talk Radio. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people on trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's <laughs> Wow, there he is. Yeah. On we we, we got to give those people a lot of credit gathering together like that with what's going on. So. Yeah, we have not we have not restricted them from doing that just yet. So no, they are still okay. able to get. No. Uh, I just now opened my notes. I, oh, did you? Yeah, I normally have all this done. There we go. Yes. I normally have all this done. 30 minutes before the show starts, and I don't know. It's <laughs> slacking a little bit here. Slacking. Must be. Must be. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show. It's all about wine. It is Thursday, 7 p.m., unless you're listening to us on the archives, in which case it's uh, some other time. And uh, thank you for joining us. We're on Facebook live chat. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash all about wine BTR. And I cannot pull up the chat on blog talk radio again. Um, ah. So let me see if it actually activates this time. Nope. We're stuck. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. It's sometimes it does. And uh, I don't know. I'll see if I can change something here. Maybe something's on, um, but you can, uh, you can chat with us definitely on uh, Facebook live and I'll see if I can get, Blog Talk Radio to work. So well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Really it worked last time, and then all of a sudden, this time it's messed up again. So logging in, <clears throat> chat. Yeah, I'm. I can log into chat. So you see more than just oh. the little microphones. All right, maybe uh, something here. It says one speaker viewers. It gives me all the information. I, a message, yeah, I can chat here. All right, let me oh, try another yeah. try another window. All right. Let me log in here. Uh, anyway, we are oh, still... Wow. Yeah. Going to chat That's and go on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay, I can work with it now. It's on. Okay. So, yeah, we're good. I was going to say, my, it might have been a glitch, and then once I did it, Opened it up for you. Yeah. So. All right. We are live. Uh, uh, this is March the 12th, 2020. And thank you for tuning in, either live or archive. We are hunkered down here in Florida because of COVID 19 coronavirus. That is in the news everywhere. And so I'm going to address that 
tonight as far as wine goes. Some other things to talk about. I want to apologize. Last week I said I was going to put a video up on Facebook page about corks and one about pet bottles, and I can't find it. I <laughs> I had it and it just I'm trying to locate it. So once I once I find it again, hopefully I'm going to get it up there. But I've been looking for it, not solid looking for it, but I have been looking for it and I have not been able to find it. So if it doesn't appear, it's because I lost it. Eventually. So, we are going to talk some about the COVID 19 uh, coronavirus tonight because it's everywhere. They are closing stuff down. They're canceling sporting events. In NBA closed their season. I think the hockey has closed their season, National Hockey League. I believe that spring training, Mike and I were talking beforehand and they're looking at maybe closing spring training and waiting and see what happens when the actual season is supposed to start at the end of this month and go from there. Disney in California is closed down. So if you're going to Disney in California, don't go there. If you're going to go in Florida, then uh, I question the wisdom of that because people from all over the world go to Disney in Florida. So that's something you keep in mind there. And other things everywhere is being stopped. The NCAA tournament has stopped. It's not going to happen this year. I saw a post that said that the NCAA and the schools involved in the tournament are subject to lose up to a billion dollars. Now, this is just NCAA and the schools lose up to a billion dollars by canceling this tournament. And that's not to mention all the venues and the amount of monies that are going to be lost there. Uh, Attendance into the venues, the businesses, the vendors, all that stuff. This is going to impact beyond just the NCAA and the schools is quite large, actually. So this is happening, and we'll, we'll talk some more. But before... I jump in and talk about that. I got some winery news to tell you about. Some that have sent me stuff, and I want to pass it on to you. Uh, the Prairie River Winery coming up at the winery extended hours. It's uh, getting into daylight saving time. It's started now, and so they have extended hours. They're open from noon to eight on Fridays, and they have a new menu featuring a pomegranate wine. So there's something new at Henry River. Plus, they have uh, different items coming up, different events coming up. As far as I know, there's no cancellations on any of this stuff. I haven't received any emails from anyone who saying they're canceling, canceling anything. So it is still a go. Uh, wine tastings uh, at Henry River, $12 includes tax are plus tax and includes a souvenir glass. And then they have a uh, dollar off a bottle of wine. So if you do uh, a tasting by a bottle of wine, there's a dollar off. Buy three wines and your single wine tasting will be $9. So they just keep reducing it. And if you do buy a case, your wine tasting is free. So good deal there. <coughs> 
<coughs> Excuse me. I it's medication that causes me to cough. It's nothing more than that. So they're located just off of I-26 and Newberry. That's in South Carolina, and they are uh, uh, 30 minutes from downtown Columbia. So not far at all. Normal business hours Thursday through Saturday, noon to six. Sunday two to six, and then they're open on Fridays now. So, if you are in the South Carolina area, Henry River, nice people. They they were actually into the winery and had a chance to talk at the winery. But uh, their pomegranate wine is really really quite good. It's not like pomegranate. It's subtle. It's really a nice taste. Of it. So. Check them out. And let's see, I've got another one. Demonical Winery. Demonical Winery is, let me see all the information on this. Demonical Winery is located, I believe, in Pennsylvania, if I'm not wrong. It is. No, Tennessee. That's one in Tennessee. Demonical Winery of Vineyards at 600 Lance Drive in Baxter, Tennessee. Uh, DemonicalWinery.com. And well, they got lots of stuff. They always got lots of stuff going on for them there. They have uh, in April they have an adult Easter egg hunt, April eleventh. It's the third annual. Uh, tickets go on sale on March first, so they're on sale now. And it comes there. Twenty dollars comes with a glass of sangria and participation in the Easter egg hunt. And you must be twenty one or older to do their adult Easter egg hunt. It doesn't say what it involves, but that's it. Uh, the third, every third Thursday each month, they have DI, DI Wine and Dine uh, event. This is the 19th, is the next one, which is next week. No, tomorrow's Friday the 13th, so the 19th. They have a uh, DJ six to nine and all that. That's coming up. So cost is twenty five at the door, twenty dollars to pre register, and that's small. I'm not going to do a toast menu with Delmonica wine. Beer and soda is available for purchase. Uh, provides all the your crafting supplies and all that. So uh, crafting supplies. That sounds. So that's coming up in March 17th and 18th, Singing for St. Jude. Second show has been added. Singing for St. Jude, Jake Hoot concert. And tickets uh, for the 18th are still available. Invitation, $40 for single, $75 for a couple. Dinner provided by O'Charlie's Tuesday Outback Steakhouse is on O'Charlie's Tuesday Outback Steakhouse provides it on Wednesday. So, upcoming events for Delmonico Winery there. Every Sunday, they have Sangria Sunday Fun Day. And every Friday and Saturday evening, uh, throughout the month of March, they have music. And Wine Wednesday Game Night is every Wednesday through the rest of the month here. Plus a whole bunch of other stuff. So, check out their website at DelmonicoWinery.com. Uh, and keep up with that. They're located in Tennessee. Okay, I got one here. Let me go and find that one. 
Keith Joshua, Arizona, Tucson. Bravo Vino Wine Festival is set for March 28th in Tucson. It is taste wine from 14 Arizona wineries from Wilcox and Sonoda, uh, Sonoda area, 40 plus crafts, art and especially vendors, multiple food trucks, and live music all day. Uh, there's also going to be performances by members of the opera and the University of Arizona School of Music will be mixed into the program. Sounds like a lot of fun. Gee, that's a cool thing to do. Participating wineries, uh, there's, let's see, Zapara, Birds and Barrel, Pillsbury Wines, Bodega Pierce, Healing Schaefer, Sonoda, Keith Joshua, Golden Rule Vineyards, Bodega Pierce Wine, he had that twice, Cooper Horse Vineyards, and Hartwood Cellars. And Four Peaks Brewery will also be there with beer. It is, uh, let's see, rain or shine. ID required, must be 21. Uh, trying to find a price here. I don't know how that how how they're doing that if it's by different vendors or how they do that. But that is coming up. That's going to be in Tucson on the twenty eighth. So uh, Mark your calendar, Keith Joshua. Uh vineyards dot com is the web address on that. And they also have uh Southeast Arizona Wine Festival on the 21st. Uh, it's going to be Whiskey and Wine at Keith Joshua Vineyards. March 28th, Bravo Vino Wine Festival is going to be in Tucson. April the 4th at the Vineyard. Uh, I'm sorry, not the Vineyard. April 4th at Blessing of the Vines in Sonora. So, a bunch of stuff happening out there. Again, Keith Joshua Vineyards. KJ-Vineyards.com is the email and the phone number. Excuse me. Phone number. 520-455-5582. So if you're in the Arizona area, there's something for you to do there. And I've got another one which is Tassel Ridge Wine, which is in Iowa. If you're up in southeast Iowa, southeast of Des Moines, north of the Missouri line, is Tassel Ridge at tasselridge.com, T-A-S-S-E-L, tasselridge.com. And they have all the stuff going on there. Uh, their gift shops open. They have, uh, in the vineyard, they've got uh, things happening, tours all the time there, cellar activities. They have lunch daily uh, from 11 to 4, except on Sunday, it's noon to 4. They have uh, Friday wine and taco Friday, Saturday and Sunday, 
wine and Frisian farms cheese pairing and oh geez all sorts of stuff I won't go into all that with you but it's uh, a beautiful winery beautiful place their website is uh, Ridge I think it's castleridge.com yeah castleridge.com and the phone number if you want to give them a call is I just saw their phone number. Let's see. Oh, well, it's 
uh, which is about a week ago, over a week ago. <coughs> Excuse me again. It says trade fairs postponed, flights canceled, tasting shuttered, and they're thinking the rethink the way the wine business is done. The it starts here on this article, 66 days, or roughly nine and a half weeks. That is apparently is the time it takes a human being to change their behavior patterns. And that's pretty much true. Uh, the uh, period where wine trade fairs, tasting, competition, and business meetings have all been canceled. And that means that countless number of professional tastings have been Grounded. It's uh, being witnessed that uh, people can't go, they can't fly to these stations, they can't fly around to different things that they want to do. The because of the virus, uh, the uh, wineries in Australia have overlapped other conferences around the world, and some conferences were in the middle of it when they have closed down some countries. For example, when they closed Italy, a conference was going on, a wine conference was going on outside of Italy. And there was quite a few growers and wineries uh, represented at this conference. And they were hard pressed to try to get back into their country, get back into the areas that they need to be for the spring uh, growing and, and getting everything taken care of. The uh, one thing that has picked up is FaceTime, uh, Skype, Zoom, all have been used much more often now than they have been for conferences. They've uh, talked about the wine business being affected not because of it being affected of the wine, but essentially being affecting the people who work in the wine business and around the wineries. It is, they're taking precautions with, around the wines, with the wines themselves, because they understand that people are, are concerned. So they have masks and stuff that they're working around the juice and all that. Grapes in the field are nowhere near being ready now. It's the fact they don't have bud break yet, so it's not anything where they have to worry about getting on the break, um, getting anything on the grapes. But the ones that have been, well, that are ready to be bottled or are being worked on, everyone's wearing masks. The virus itself is spread by coughing and sneezing. And the virus will be active 24 hours on a surface. The use of wipes and sprays and stuff like that helps tremendously. There's just like a 99.9% chilling of the germs. So the wineries are doing what they can to try to control anything if they are working in bottling or anything like that in area in different areas. Uh, the uh, wine competitions are getting hard to organize. There are a lot of them that are, are becoming up. Uh, all the 
major Shiraz competitions, which involved uh, tastings of 60 or 70 wines, uh, have been canceled. Uh, no relocation or rescheduling has been put forth yet. It is still waiting to see how long it's going to last. Um, 66 days, like I said at the beginning, took 66 days for us to change our ways and change the way we approach everything. The next 66 days in the wine interview with this coronavirus would change even more. As it is now, it is not you really, I say you, we, us, need to worry about the wines themselves and how they are being affected by the uh, COVID-19 because the only way it can be is in the bombing process. And again, what I have read and what I have seen, I've been looking up most all wineries are not really in the vineyards now. They are doing some bombing, but not a lot. So it is sort of in limbo right now. now that is in the northern hemisphere. Southern hemisphere is in the other direction. They're on the other side of the harvest season and picking and starting and everything. They also are doing the, well, we love the term abundance of caution, which seems to be used quite often, but the abundance of caution in the southern hemisphere, Australia, New Zealand, uh, South Africa, is they're still making the wines. They're still going through everything. They're still working everything, but they are masked and using gloves and all that. So everything is being done what they can possibly do to keep it from getting uh, spread to anything else. I've got a couple more here on the coronavirus. I want to go through. Uh, where is it? Cancellations. This is starting to hurt now. That we speak of the the grapes and. The people working and doing are taking precautions, but that is not stopping anything. And that means that the businesses that are businesses, uh, from the North Bay Business Journal, North Bay of San Francisco, so you're looking at Sonoma and Napa, that area there, Mendocino. This is from March the 6th. This is only you know, less than a week ago. So you see, Hospitality industry is being to show signs of distress because of the COVID-19. Uh, the High Regency, for example, in Sonoma Wine Country and uh, Santa Rosa is reporting more than half a million dollars in lost revenue from March alone so far. And they said that people are still on the fence about April. They're not sure what's going to happen then. We've had over five groups canceling their meetings and rooms. And they said that as much of the lost businesses from corporations that have been had travel plans, but are now banning the travel. And 
they uh, have to cancel a trade, trade show that was in New York next week, which uh, again is affecting travel and hotels in New York. They said that they're working with the clients to try to understand the situation, and they have waived the fees for cancellation as long as it's rebooked by December 31st, as long as it's rebooked by the end of the year. Jennifer Bufo, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Pure Luxury Transportation uh, is, uh, in Petaluma, says the services in Sonoma and Napa counties have uh, been losing business over the last two months. January's business was down by uh, over a quarter. February's figures are expected to be down by about 35%. Once it's down, those are, you know, January, February. You know, this is because a major thing has been called out here. The, a lot more con- cancellations over the last two or three weeks because of it. And they're also starting to get cancellations into April. And these are cancellations. These are areas that... People don't want to travel. They don't want to be in the same area together and all that. Now, this is in March the 9th, this article, and it says economic impact for the outbreak is expected to be felt in California tourism through the end of this year. Uh, the Visit California nonprofit moved tasked with driving domestic and international visitation to the state reported that, according to an industry analysis, the economic impact of the virus, the COVID-19, on tourist industry is bottom out in the next five to six months, and then begin to rebound around the first quarter of 2021. Wow, we're looking ways out here now. We're looking at uh, well, this is March, so we're looking nine nine and a half months away before they're. Uh, the impact on travel is re- expected to last even longer. Uh, the analysis of COVID-19 potential impacts on U.S. international and domestic travel uh, is expected not to see a rebound until the beginning of the second quarter of 2021. And uh, North Bay's tourism industry is starting to feel the fallout from it already. Major, major fallout from it. Uh, they know that the bookings have slowed down. The April May timeframe is really slow for events and stuff. A lot of that area up there does advanced bookings because they get so busy. I mean, just the, the walk-in traffic to the wineries in Sonoma and Napa Valleys, and even up in Mendocino in that area, is tremendous. But they do book a lot of events to the hotels in St. Helena and uh, different hotels around Sonoma and even in San Francisco. And I think I heard the other day that San Francisco is seriously closed down on a lot of stuff. Um, but the uh, uh, since if we can be a place where people can escape the crowds, that would be best, but there isn't a place out there. Here is. Uh, they're operating in a business as usual mode for now, but they're waiting for some measurable data throughout 
San Francisco and the areas, and they've already started to see a major slowdown because of the travel restrictions and the fears and all that. As of now, Visit Napa Valley is moving forward with hosting its annual destination symposium on March the 30th. But again, this was dated six days ago, so by now that could have changed. Uh, it's an open to the public event, and it very possibly could change soon or any time. Uh, an executive director of the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau, Tim Solner, said that he's been hearing from hotels that are getting business that otherwise would have gone abroad. So people who decided to stay here are doing some short trips to the area. Uh, as he says, for all the downsides, there's sometimes there's a little bit of an upside. So as people are counseling their overseas trips, I just keep it here in uh, Napa and Sonoma's hopefully going to struggle through this. I read somewhere, and I don't know where it was. I've been reading a lot about this stuff over the last few days uh, to tell you about it tonight. But I read somewhere that the economic impact from this is, is probably going to be greater than the fires that they had a couple of years ago in Sonoma. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because of, uh, well, because it's a virus. It's like here in Florida. I was talking to my engineer earlier, and, there, and she said that once the word gets out, it, it's, it doesn't have to really be a major impact. It's just the spread of it. It's like when the oil spill happens. Jeez, uh, I guess that was about 10 years ago. When the oil spill happened, people had the impression that the state of Florida had oil everywhere. You, know, I mean, you couldn't swim, you couldn't do anything because there was oil everywhere, and so people stayed away, and they really did. We, we lost a lot of business in the state that year. Uh, hurricane goes through Florida, the one that went through, uh, gee, when was that, 08? Uh, when the hurricanes went through, we lost a lot of business in Florida and a lot of tourists because of the impression of Florida being down. Now that we have some deaths, I have not heard the list count in Florida, but now that we've had some deaths, the impression that we are a hotbed is unfounded but hard to get away from in the fact that we are full of old people and those are the ones that are more susceptible and nothing against old people i am myself but uh, they are more susceptible to the virus than anyone else so the impact will begin to emerge as hard numbers start coming in from the Tourism goes from all those areas. Then they start tracking the hospitality and what it does. And with the COVID-19 spreading as quickly as it does, it's going to be it's quick cancellations of events and quick notifications. And most hotels are willing to waive cancellation fees and uh, rebooking fees and all that because of what's going on. If you book 
again, like I mentioned earlier. If you book again by the end of the year, then most of them will cancel or waive their fees for uh, cancellation rebooking. But it's something that's taking a major effect on everything, and it's it seems like it's going to go away anytime soon either. And that's one of the issues that we're all going to have to come to terms with here that it's not going to go away. Ah, let's see. I saw one here about China and how the major impact there. Let me see if I can read it first. Uh, let's see talking about China that there is a lot of the hotels have lost all of their bookings. They have zero income, 100% loss of income, but they still have their bills. They still have to pay their rents. They still have to pay their employees, whatever ones they've kept on. They still have to pay electric and all their fixed cost and a lot of them have well the small ones seems to be hitting the hardest the family owned ones as it does just about everywhere are having a hard time getting through this period the hotel chains and stuff can probably weather this better than than the family owned ones or the small ones so I don't know uh, this this whole thing. I, if you're if you're uh, concerned about it, but one of the things you need to do is wear a mask and don't said uh, do not wear the mask more than one time. I don't know if you can even find masks anymore. It's they have disappeared from the shelves. So if you do, if you do have a second mask, you're not supposed to wear it more than one day. And they're also saying that the little paper masks that they have out there really don't do a whole lot of good if you're real close to people. Uh, Main thing is just avoid people. And if you have a runny nose, then that doesn't mean you have the virus. That could mean that you have hay fever because it is the season. And if you have... Uh, chills, and it's the season. You know, I mean, you, you've got a cold and stuff like that. Uh, not every sniffle is COVID-19, so don't go crazy on it. If you're concerned, stay in. It takes 14 days for it to really show up. You you can be contagious for 14 days before you start getting full symptoms. That's why they do the 14-day self-imposed shut-in, and that way you'll know how it's developing and stuff. So, stay safe and stay well. That's the bottom line for this this, uh, COVID-19, the whole thing. Don't have to worry yet about the wines. 
Australians, New Zealand, South Africa are all taking extra preventive measures so that they will not have any problems in it. And I haven't heard anything about if the virus were in the wine, if it would make a difference or not. I have not heard anything about that at all. So I don't know if it would linger, if it would disappear, if it would, you know. So if I see anything about it, I will be sure to pass it on. Some other things. Did you hear the news about Italy? I think it was a week ago, week and a half ago, that an Italian winery spilled or connected one of their Lambrusco tanks into the water system, and a couple dozen houses around the winery was getting Lambrusco fed to their water system, and they were getting Lambrusco wine on the tap and in the showers and through their toilets and everything. True, true. They, it was uh, somehow the winery got hooked up to the water system, and people were actually getting it you know, on tap, and uh, well, into their houses. So if it was on tap, it was in the showers and any other water source that come into the house. And I understand it was I think two dozen, the less than two dozen homes around the winery was actually getting wine fed through their water system into the house. That should be sort of cool. I think I would sit there and open up the spigot and fill up a few bottles for future enjoyment, if that were the case. And now they're locked down. You probably, they probably wish they hadn't done that. Verde Valley. Excuse me. As soon as this comes up. There uh, we go. Verde Valley. It is located in Yavapai County, Arizona. They are proposing an AVA for Verde Valley. They are taking comments now until April the 28th. They always do. You can go to ttb.gov and look under proposed AVA and you can make your comments if you agree or disagree with or whatever. Most people could care less, uh, could not care less, is really what I should say, if they open up a new ABA. But the proposed 200 square mile Verde Valley American Agriculture Area, our ABA, is located in Nevermore County, Arizona, and is not located within nor does it contain any other established agricultural area. So, uh, you may submit comments electronically, uh, electronically on this proposal, or you can uh, uh, go to, I don't think they're taking phone calls, but uh, electronically, any comments will receive uh, at regulations.gov within docket number TTB 2020-0002. And they will uh, take in your comments and consideration for or against Verde Valley ABA. 
it's going to be another six months or so before the dealer comes and actually saying, yes, we have a new AVA and it's rooted out. So you can uh, keep that in mind. If you are interested in making a comment about it, you can do that. And if you're looking at a new ABA, there is one there. Okay, I go down here and find my something in this option. Uh, oh, there we go. Sorry, this is coronavirus. Uh, no, this here's the one from China. This is one that's coming from China. Um, empty chairs and empty tables. They made a rule that only three people can be seated at tables in restaurants, no more than three. Uh, they expect sales to drop off 80% of restaurants and continue on as low as 50% drop off over the next three months. Uh, they expect things to slowly come back to normal. China was ground zero, but China, I understand, is starting to slow down on the number of cases now. So that's going to help. The, uh, they're saying that people are starting to go out to the restaurants more than they have been, but they are still not bringing up the numbers like, well, like they need to keep it well keep it back to, uh, to the original numbers of restaurants down anywhere from 50 to 80 percent and most of them that are still open and some of them like say lost over 100 percent of their business and have had to close down so so Australian wine exports to China are down 90% because of the coronavirus. 90% of Australian. Australia ships a lot of wines to China. They are one of the largest exporters of wine into China. And they are down 90%. Oh, come on, load. It's you can transition from the time I click on something to the time that I load and not have a problem. And this one now is deciding not to load. Let's look at this again. Load, 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 load. Nope, I'm not going to say what you did load right before I decided to click out of it. Uh, the virus has hit at least 30 countries around the world, including Australia, infecting more than 68,000 people in Australia, resulting in more than 1,700 deaths. Wow, I didn't realize that many in Australia. I haven't seen this before. Cells uh, are off 90% for the first two months, and there's no relief in sight, they're saying. Nightclubs and night bars are all closed in China, and those bars and restaurants that are closed not closed or empty, so people aren't going out, so therefore the export of wine into China has really dropped off, uh, and it's hurting Australia more than anywhere else. Uh, it's, uh, they don't know how long it's going to 
take a, a, be effective. I mean, it's, uh, they're expecting the lag to slowly start picking up, but they see no end in sight. They have a stock, a backstock. China, Australia has a backstock of wine that they're afraid not really going to move until the mid-autumn festival in October. It's um, so the Chinese New Year. Uh, the biggest selling time for Australian wines has came and gone, and it's just killed the export of Australian wine into China. Jeez. Oh, that guess is 38,000 people and 1,700 deaths is worldwide. Yeah, that's it. It's hit 30 countries around the world affecting 68,000 people with 1,700 deaths. This is worldwide. What's the date on this one? This is dated. Uh, this is dated February 18th, so this is, you know, since then that number is obviously it's back a bit, so... Oh, okay. Hoping that we survive and live through. Two or three years ago, um, when we started to go 
through. Well, they say 2014 and arrived there, but they started to hit epidemic proportion about two, three years after that, 2016. I reported on it then, and they have not been able to control it, obviously. Uh, it can spread quickly, it can lay eggs on just about any hard surface, which includes train box cars and big rig trailers. Means that it can just spread and no one can notice it. It has wings and those wings they use to glide, but swarms of the bug will climb to the top of towers or trees and let the wind catch it and it can go a long ways before it settles down. It will eat just about anything the sap of 70 different species of trees and vines, including grapevines, nut and fruit trees, which poses a risk to Central California's orchard and wine and table grape industry. And almonds alone are a $5.47 billion business in the Central Valley. And it can cause a problem there. So, again, even more reports on this spotted lanternfly. Something we need to be concerned about in the wine industry because if that starts destroying plants and grapevines, then it will cause a uh, the grapes to have to be dug up and new ones planted, and it's a shortage. They are trying to develop a vaccine uh, sort of thing if they can. Uh, they're also on breeding the natural predators of it. The Asian predator is a wasp. But as always, when you bring in something to counteract something that's an invasive species and you bring in another invasive species, then what are going to be the repercussions of that? So... It's an issue. It's an issue we're concerned about. We need to worry about. Uh, it's spreading throughout the United States, and it doesn't look like anybody's safe because it survived the winters in Pennsylvania, and it gets really cold there. So it could be an issue that. Uh, you know, it, uh, we need to we need to be concerned about, and we need to be concerned because it's going to affect the cost of our wines uh, if it spreads around the country. Uh, Chinese wines the volume predicted to fall twenty percent due to uh, COVID nineteen, uh, just in the fact that uh, the workers and uh, the costs and everything else. So that that's something else. Another comment about. The on, on that. Okay. Let's, um, let's see if I get something else here. I'm going to talk about it. Let's see if I can find it quickly. We're almost out of time. Uh, let's see. What else here? I. I, I Oh, Walsh Vineyards. Actually, I had another one that I didn't mention. Walsh Vineyard is uh, one 
It's waltzvineyard.com, W-A-L-T-Z, waltzvineyard.com. And they are having a uh, tastings continuously. They're having events coming up for the Easter season. They're also looking at hiring people. So if you're interested in jobs in the wine industry, and once you get one, you can come work or do an interview with us. They are located in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, uh, at 1599 Old Line Road, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. At uh, send any information to info at waltzvineyards.com. They're looking for tasting room representatives, uh, and uh, in three locations it looks like here. A uh, part-time, part-time job uh, requires some weekends and holidays. They're also looking at a marketing assistant tasting rep and also a vineyard laborer. So those are all jobs if you're in the Pennsylvania area or would like to relocate to the Pennsylvania area. Send them your resume and uh, you know, info at waltzvineyard.com. And I'm sure if you qualify, they will be happy to talk with you. Uh, or you can go to their website, and they've got links to job details and descriptions and everything else for those jobs. So Walsh Vineyard, looking for people to work in the wine business, which is fine. If you want to work in a wine business, it's hard work, but it's fine. I got an email someone who is an author and uh, actually she's a publicist for the wine educator and author Jim Laffron. Uh, he's uh, done you know, his couple of books and all that stuff and he wants to simplify wine and take the snobbishness out of it. Sound like a man of my, uh, my heart here. So I'm going to try to get a hold of them and get them on the show. And he's, from what I can see here and some of the stuff I read about him, they had a profile. Sounds like it might be a good guest. Uh, his current book is 50 Ways to Love Wine More. And he also has written A Beer Drinker's Guide to Enjoying Fine Wine. So I'll get a hold of him and see if we can get him on the show uh, over the next couple of weeks. But people not traveling as much, there's a good chance to catch people at home, I guess, now, instead of all over the country doing his promotions and stuff. So, I think, that's it. Let me see. Are there any other thing I want to mention? If I can find it quickly here, we will talk about it. If not, then I'll close out the show. But, see. You know, coronavirus, trip cancellations, and talked about that. And something was Maybe this is it. Uh, let's see. Is there, no, no, no. No. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. We, uh, bottom line is, be I safe out there. I do have uh, 
real quick um, about the uh, Pennsylvania uh, cases with the uh, spotted lantern fly I found online uh, while you were mm-hmm. talking there. And I, I was, I think I missed the California uh, setup, but uh, Pennsylvania now is adding 12 counties to its spotted uh, lantern fly quarantine zone. And uh, that brings the number of counties in the zone to 26 now. And wow. uh, something that I I thought was interesting because we, I believe we have at least one truck driver who was out there. I don't know if they drive uh, over the road or local or what, but uh, you need to be aware if you are a truck driver because uh, state can levy fines and civil penalties for transporting either you know it or you don't know it knowingly or unknowingly spotted lantern fly and or their eggs. So if if you don't know what it looks like or what their eggs look like and you go across the state line or, or what in, in the state, the fines associated with noncompliance can be up to $300 for a criminal citation or up to $20,000 for a civil penalty. Wow. And uh, yeah, um, the uh, spotted lanternfly eggs uh, hatch uh, usually in late April or May. And uh, they, there's a picture up here about uh, the egg cases. It almost looks like that. Um, what's that uh, type? The the mud dauber bee is that, is that the name of the oh, bee? Oh yeah, uh, that, mud dauber. Yeah. Like clay. I don't know what it's made out of, but there's you find them everywhere. But these are normally on tree bark uh, and other surfaces. It could be on rocks, outdoor furniture, vehicles, things like that. So it, it looks like that. And if you see something like that, the best way to get rid of it is to scrape it off and put it in some kind of a container or or a jar or something that has, and this, this like started laughing, um, alcohol or hand sanitizer. So (laughs) if you can find that, maybe that's why it's all gone now is because people are finding this. They're finding um, this. Yeah, uh, put it into a container that has rubbing alcohol or hand sanitizer, double bag the container, and dispose of it. Uh, wow. If you see adult flies, you can kill them by, you know, smashing them or, you know, whatever, with, you know, whatever you have. But uh, it, it just, it, you know, I looked at the picture and I'm thinking, wow, that looks just like that, uh, the, the mud daubers uh, that, that build those yeah. little homes or something. Uh, I don't know what it's made out of, but I'm not that, that much of a, I'm not an expert on it. But maybe that's why it's called a mud dubber. <laughs> mud dubber, yeah. Yeah, they found getting uh, so, mud and put it back on it. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, I thought that was, uh, was kind of, ooh, and the fines. I mean, fines are regardless. serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not, they're not yeah. playing with that. That's, that is in effect for, uh, let's see, uh, permits are required for Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. Uh, to pick up or deliver a load in the quarantine zone. So um, you have to. And I'm sure if you get permits, they are going to inspect you thoroughly too. So. Oh yeah. If if you're yeah. driving in those areas, oh my gosh. They are not playing around. Uh, but I saw that increase, around. and I saw that from uh, that was an article yesterday posted on uh, Landline Media. Never heard of it, but uh, mm. they they did cover this talking about uh, Pennsylvania on this one. So I thought I'd bring that oh. up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, 
we got to consider too if you're traveling in those areas just in a passenger car or something like that since you know people are scared to fly and inspect your cars too if you're sitting at one spot for very long and then you jump in and start driving you could be transporting mm-hmm. those eggs too yeah so, so yeah and it's it's the only truth bug only uh, it seems like they they always go after the truckers though the truck drivers. You could have a whole nest of them in your station wagon, but drivers can be fined twenty thousand dollars. That's right. Yep, take them take them yeah. out. Um, uh, but that's uh, that's pretty much uh, that's all I found there. I saw. Uh, an ad for a wine fest in Arizona and Tucson on March 28th called Bravo Vino. At yes, the that's, that's Ar- the one. Yeah, Arizona one Opera League. And uh, early bird uh, special for six tastings plus a commemorative glass is $20. And 10 tastings plus a commemorative glass is $25. Plus oh. registration fees for event rate, I guess it is. But, uh, oh, yeah, I just I mentioned that, but I didn't know I didn't see a price, so that's good. That's, uh, yeah, I yeah. went to. Oh, the ten tastings for drive is worth it. I mean, it's just because you got a lot of different wineries and stuff, and so it's. Uh, I don't think you'd be tickets, probably something like that, or a card or something. But, yeah, uh, and you get the, you get a complimentary wine glass with that, and uh, uh, get to taste. Uh, Quite a bit there. There's there's a yeah. quite a fourteen wineries and forty craft. Oh yeah, it's pretty good trucks and stuff, so you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. you know, you know, not having anything to eat. You can know, there, so yeah, but it's yeah, that's a, it's a great place down there too. And it's not so late in the season; it's really starting to get hot down there. It's still pretty pleasant weather down there, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that would be nice and nice area for you. Oh, good, good. There's, excuse me, check your uh, local wineries too, because a lot of them have stuff coming up for Mm -hmm. Easter. They'll be celebrating Easter and different things happening around Easter and all that. As long as COVID-19 doesn't, you know. That's true. Cause a problem. Uh, There's a St. Well, Patrick's Day. Yeah, they've, oh, they've yeah, been Saint, canceled. Yeah, yeah parades have been canceled all over. Kansas mm-hmm. City has a big St. Patty Day parade, and they've canceled that. And I know for a fact uh, Boston has canceled theirs. And, uh, so when in, check your local wineries for events and stuff like that. And yeah. before you drive out to them, give them a call and see if they will. Or go to the website and See if anything's been canceled. The wineries usually stay open past the big events, so you can always go to those. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else to add here. Uh, no, just stay safe out there, people. With this, this COVID nineteen going around, you know, yeah. Watch the signs. It's Take- very. I, I saw a chart, and I, that's what I was looking for too here, trying to find this chart. And it was really uh, a very simple chart, very good chart. Uh, but it was just showed 
if you have this symptom, if you have this symptom, if you have this one, then this is what the disease is. Here's an article, too, exploring the world of wine data. I'm going to address that next week. Uh, what, what countries have wines that are similar to other countries? I mean, this is a question. It's always interesting to find out which ones. I can't find. One of the things uh, that I have on on a chart, it, it has the coronavirus, the flu, and allergies, and the symptoms of them. And yeah, that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if you have a, a runny nose, um, you know, sore throat, that kind of thing, that that you may have this virus, and that's not listed as part of you know the symptoms of the coronavirus. The coronavirus is fever, dry cough, shortness of breath, and fatigue. And the flu is expanding on that with fever, cough, runny nose, body aches, headache, sore throat, and fatigue. So, but, you know. The uh, main thing there, and this mm-hmm. is something that I, I've heard, notice that the coronavirus has the shortness of breath. Nothing mm-hmm. else does. This is one of the right. things you really got to look for. Uh, you, yeah. you can have all these other symptoms, but if you have, you know, you have trouble walking across when you start catching your breath and shortness of breath, that's something you need to be aware of. Yeah. And so dry cough. Uh, dry cough is another kind of, you know, a flu would have that congestion sounding cough or, or flu right. type of cough. And coronavirus is, a, is, they say, dry cough. So, you know, they do share awesome. fatigue and fever, but there are, are some differences there. So right. watch um, for the dry cough, watch for the shortness of breath. You know, shortness of breath. breath. Yeah, definitely. And drink lots of oh. water. I've, I heard that earlier today was keep drinking. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of strange that the connection there, but uh, it, yeah, I was I was I was on the uh, eleven or twelve o'clock news today. I just no, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But anyway, I really and don't but, touch uh, other people, and yes. don't touch something and put your hands to your mouth or to your eyes. Wash your hands, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, just simple, easy rules to follow. It's yeah. not that difficult, and it's. Things that people should be doing anyway, actually, you know, washing our hands regularly and stuff like that. So, yeah, maybe we can nip this in the bud. Yep. We'll get over. We'll be over it uh, hopefully soon. Uh, we will return back in seven days. If my math is correct, that'll be the 19th of March. Yeah, we're still in March. It's 19th of March. 19th of March. Next Thursday. Next Thursday. There you go. Thank you all for joining again. We'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern something time. Is it? Eastern daylight. Oh, it's daylight now. It's daylight. never get there. All right. (laughs) We'll try it again. If you say so, <laughs> Eastern Daylight. Yeah, Eastern Daylight. Time. <laughs> 7 p.m. next Thursday. Thanks again, and have Thank a great week. Be safe. Yeah. Yes. Drink lots of wine. <laughs> wine. Oh, wine or water. Sure, that works. <laughs> <laughs> wine or water. Yeah. There you go. All right. Good. All right, we'll see you all next time. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on the show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.